What's up, y'all? Did you miss us? I'm sure you didn't, but we'd like to think you did. After an unexpected one-week hiatus, uh, almost a two, yeah, a two-week hiatus, technically, uh, we have dealt with a bevy of technological issues, busy schedules, and additions to our lives, such as dogs being able to legally purchase and consume alcohol, and an assortment of other things that all three of us have been dealing with. Uh, we are here, we are live, we hope we don't sound like dog fecal matter like we did on the first episode where you can clearly hear my mouth breathing almost the entire time. Uh, so we are just, we don't know, we actually, like this time, we really don't know where this will go, but there's a lot that's happened since we last saw you, there's a lot that's going on soon, uh, I just got back from a basketball game, a bunch of other things, uh, today is Friday, February the 15th, but hey, enough of my yakking, what do you say, let's boogie, let's boogie, let's boogie, if you have crack, let's boogie, <laughs> No one is going into your asshole. Well, I wouldn't let him without the crack. Hello, everybody. It's been a while. Um, We have had a lot of uh, issues with this podcast. Way too many. As Bigelow was saying before we started recording, God hates this podcast. That is the most true statement I've heard in a long time. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, uh, what's been going on <laughs> is, uh, so we sat down to record last Thursday night. Um, I yeah. can't remember what day that was. It was the 7th, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, I think it was Chris's audio sounded pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Like he was about 20 feet away from the microphone. And yeah. Bigelow's audio, even though he still, um, he did not have, uh, he, he was using AirPods, or n- not AirPods, he's not rich. Um, he was using Apple earphones in his first podcast, and it still sounded like that. And I think it was because he was using the built-in microphone on the computer. But then anyways, we just decided to record again on Friday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Chris is still did not sound very good, and I basically sounded like I was screaming into the mic. Like it, yeah. all the audio was distorted on my end. So we just kind of decided we're not doing this this week. Uh, we yeah. cannot go through the process of talking to each other for another forty-five minutes. We can <laughs> yeah. o- we can only tolerate each other so long before we start wanting to kill each other. Yeah, even um, even if we are a couple states away, I mean. Still, still gets a little old, but <laughs> well, it's kind of like um, instead of kissing you through the phone, I'm gonna kill you through the phone. Yeah, but it's, but yeah. it's Skype, and it's and it's twenty nineteen. Stab me through the phone. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, stab me well. through the phone. <laughs> um. So yeah, um, that's what's been yeah. going on. And just before we <laughs> started to record this one, uh, literally, this is the second time we've hit record tonight because. Um, uh, my internet went out a minute into the first recording, so yeah. this is the fourth recording. <laughs> since fourth time's last, a charm since our last one, but fourth uh, yeah. time is hopefully the charm. But you know, as uh, Bigelow said, uh, 
My birthday was last week on Happy the 4th. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Your Mr. Birth, Bigelow. Your birthday was a whole ass ten days ago, but happy belated, sir. Yeah. Hey. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, Bigelow treated me to the night out on uh, on O Street here in Lincoln. Uh, for those of you that don't know what O Street is, it is a street full of bars and... Places uh, to consume alcohol. Yeah. Yum. And... Uh, you know, long story short, uh, I got wasted uh, pretty pretty bad. Um, we also tweeted out, um, because we didn't do a podcast last week, a, a picture of uh, Chris's new dog. You can take a look at that yeah. on at Let's Boogie Pod on Twitter. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Chris, you got a new dog. I did, yeah. Um, as a birthday present to myself, I went and bought a dog. <laughs> His name's Jesse. Uh, he's a cute little guy. Um, what breed is he? He is a Dalmatian, uh, purebred Dalmatian. Spotted boy? Spotted boy. Uh, he is seven and three quarter weeks old. Um, just a little devil, you know, always running. He's a little ball of energy all the time. Um, but I love him to death. He has the cutest face. You can't stay mad at him too long. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, my uh, my sister has seen every picture that you have sent me um, because I just uh, send them to her, and she actually uh, told me that she wants to meet your dog. So I'm going to pro- propose this to you now, and since yeah. people are listening, you can't turn me down because then then you'll just look like an asshole. My sister would like to take your dog on a walk the next time you come to Omaha. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she just wants well, to meet the little guy. Uh, yeah, he. Uh, He's a cute little guy. I mean, he needs to be taken on a walk. Oh yeah, take some of that energy uh, out of him. <laughs> I actually uh, brought him to my sister's today. Uh, he met his so-called cousin, uh, as my sister said. Um, my sister's dog is a Labrador Rottweiler mix. He is about 140 pounds of pure muscle, and he was terrified of this little seven-pound puppy. He's only like yeah. four or two, isn't he? I'm sorry. Uh, Cooper's only like four, isn't he? He is three. He turned yeah. three about a month ago. Um, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it was it was one of the cutest things that I've ever seen. Was a full grown dog being scared of <laughs> a little little seven pound baby, basically. Absolute I mean, units have yeah. feelings too. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. can easily can they can easily be frightened. Absolute units, uh, they can be Freddy cats from time to time. Yeah, but uh, no complaints so far. He's. <clears throat> I was just, also he's awesome. l- laughing a, f- a few minutes ago, just thinking about the fact that um, the other problem with um, the last recording that we did was that. <laughs> Jesse started whining yeah. for the last like ten minutes, and, and yeah. I thought it was someone in like another room, but it was it was Jesse, no, and I was like, was, oh, yeah, he uh, he really likes to whine because he knows that I'm gonna cave in and take him you're, out of his cage. You're his bitch. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> but, but the other thing that we talked about um, while we were. Um, recording last time was the Grammys 
and uh, yeah. I think we can all agree we're pretty uh, we're pretty disappointed with Very, how those results yeah. came out. I mean, yeah. uh, whatever the hell her name was, winning uh, album of the year, Casey Party Musgraves. Game. Oh, yeah, yeah has, Casey. Yeah, has anybody even like listened to that album? I have not. I have no. not. I have heard good things about it from people I know who will listen to just about anything, but it's definitely not in my wheelhouse of something that I would turn on. Yeah, yeah I think um, I think we can all agree that the Grammys are just kind of a joke because I think it's I I think it's impossible to narrow down out of all the music released in a year mm-hmm. just to narrow it down to like at the most like eight nominations for one thing it's just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me i mean the grammys the grammys officially became a joke when macklemore got four of them yeah so uh people will usually say the day music died was the day buddy holly's plane crashed the day music died was when macklemore got four grammys uh Little yeah, but speaking of speaking award shows getting dumb and dumber, um, dumber and dumber. I wanted to talk about how um, the Oscars is kind of pissing me off a little bit. Um, it pissed me off enough nominating Bohemian Rhapsody for Best Picture. Um, if 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 you know me in any way, shape, or form, you know I hate bohemian rhapsody with a burning passion which is hilarious because matt is also the biggest queen fan that i have come to know and he absolutely despises every single thing about that film rami malik is actually not as good as i think a lot of people say he is i think he plays a caricature um in a way um i don't think he really brings me any closer to uh to the character more than what you can see in like interviews or something. Yeah. Um, I, I really think he's, he's super monotone. Like no matter what he's doing, he's just super monotone. He was, I, I, I I will give him, he was the best part of the movie. Um, but, um, aside from that fact, as, as a, as a film critic person, I cannot like Bohemian Rhapsody. It's just a basic movie, but that will come, Later, when the Oscars come more around, I will put out my full rant. My rant for now is the Oscars is moving cinematography, editing, makeup and hairstyling, and I think a sound editing or sound mixing Oscar um, to the commercials. Oh, really? Yeah. um, Which really, um, cinematography especially, and editing too, I guess. Cinematography Mm -hmm. and editing are two of the core pieces of filmmaking without cinematography your film is meaningless and without like editors put in a ridiculous amount of hours um getting the final product and to just like present both of those during the commercials is such a huge insult to that like they're making the movie Mm -hmm. the actors and directors they get all the credit but the cinematographers who set up the shots, the editors who put out the final product, editing like l- like literally ten percent or maybe even less of all the footage they shoot is usable. Yeah. So to go through all that footage, and yeah, we'll just we'll just give you your award during the commercial break. That's such yeah. a That's such, such an a, insult. Yeah. I mean, 
pretty much the only credit that you really get is in the credits and maybe and like a little maybe like a little title bar in the opening but i mean and an oscar it's your moment to yeah. show off that you yeah. you achieve this thing like your name is on the movie but nobody knows yeah. your name unless you win an oscar and now Correct. even if you win the oscar no one will know your name cuz no one will know <laughs> that you won the yeah. award cuz it's presented yeah. during the commercials so yeah, i think that's that's just asinine right there i mean you got to give credit where credit's due. So and cinematography, just, just show especially, it, you know? I don't understand it. Like, there are some beautiful looking movies this year, um, mm. and especially like, imagine if Roger Deakins, who was nominated like thirteen or fourteen times, and finally got his first Oscar win two years ago, uh, got his Oscar. During the commercials, like people would be like pe- people who know his body of work would just be so insulted by that. And I just can't get over how they like all they're trying to do is get viewership up because the last Oscars was like their lowest in like 20 years. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And that's the yeah. only reason movies like Bohemian Rhapsody and Vice and uh, Black Panther. I don't even want to get into it right now. <laughs> yeah, I know this is going to be a whole to, episode. We are going to save these flaming hot takes for our Oscar preview show. Uh, we yeah. might actually we might have two episodes the week of the Oscars. We might have just a plain old show and an Oscar preview show. But speaking of special occasion shows, uh, Matt, Chris, you guys can go into detail about a little journey you guys are going on that may lead to an on-location episode, most importantly, without me. What a fantastic transition. Chris, you want to talk about this? Yeah. Um, So me and Matt are planning a trip to the Stanley Hotel, which is widely known as the Shining Hotel, where the Shining was... uh, The Shining was based off and... Yeah, it was conceived there. Um, But me and Matt are planning on staying the night and film... Not filming, I'm sorry. We're going to plan on recording an episode. um, Hopefully have a special guest. Uh, Hopefully we can get a ghost on air. A ghoul. A ghoul. That would be Um, content for the people. Yes. A first ever, hopefully. But um, we will be filming. Yes, we will. Um, Chris is bringing a camera. I'm bringing a yeah. camera. We're bringing our phones. The I'm first, try and the first video episode of Let's Boogie. Yes, uh, um, maybe, um, but it's more so. I'm probably going to make a little uh, documentary yeah. vlog type of thingy. Um, yeah, um, but me and Matt are super stoked about it. You have um, to. You, you have to tell them where we're staying, though. Like what uh, room we're in. What room are we staying in? I, so, I <laughs> so most m- most rooms in the Stanley you can rent for a certain price, but there's one that they charge a little extra for, and that's because they are classified as spirited rooms. And these rooms get a ridiculous amount of reports to the front desk pretty much every time that someone stays in there. Um, so their rates are higher because they're in much higher uh, demand, but mm-hmm. that's on the fourth floor. And um, the fourth floor is known as the hot spot. And we are going to be sleeping uh, in there and going on the ghost tour and everything. And uh, yeah. 
I'm kind of a little scared, to be honest. Uh, I mean, a little, a little part of me is scared, too. I mean, you know, as a skeptic, I mean, I'm going in wanting, wanting to believe. Open-minded. You know, I really, me personally, I really want to believe that there's something else out there. Um, but, I mean... A lot of the stuff that you see on TV, you know, like Ghost Adventures, um, a lot of, like... It's scripted. Yeah, a lot of that stuff just seems so scripted and fake, but to go firsthand and actually experience it um, it would be really cool, but also really scary at the same time, because, you know, that means that we're not alone. Well, (laughs) it's, it's, it's just for me, like, I would love to have some type of confirmation, but, um... My biggest fear, like spiders, snakes, the dark, doesn't really scare me. But waking up in the middle of the night and opening my eyes and seeing a person standing at the foot of my bed is probably my number one. That would be yeah. the, like I yeah. d- that would scare the absolute shit out of me. I mean, have you ever have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? No, have you? I have oh, in my shit. lifetime. I have. You never told uh, me about this. What happened with I'll that? T- I'll tell you about a certain experience that I had. Um, I was in the uh, 10th grade, um, my sophomore year of high school. Um, I had, you know, some rough times were had <laughs> in high school, uh, as most people Yeah, as should. everyone has, yeah. Um, but I forget what day it was, but I can't forget. I was, I sleep it. I slept in the basement of my parents' Uh, parents house and it was pitch black Um, I woke up I could not move anything on my body um, all except my eyes and were you staring up or were you you on your side I was on my side I was on uh, my right hand side and I just opened my eyes and the way that my room was laid out um, I was staring right at my door and right by my door is the light switch obviously and I just open my eyes and I see this middle, middle-aged woman with a cloak over her face. And it, I just... Bro, that's scary as shit. It just... For the life of me, I could not believe what I was seeing. And I like... I shut so- my eyes and I... I focused really hard on trying to move my arms and I was able to, I was able to move my arm again and I woke up, sat up, ran to the light switch and I turned it on and it was just gone. And I'm guessing you didn't sleep for the rest of the night. I was terrified to my core that I was up the rest of the night, you know, searching up, woke up, couldn't move, saw a figure and Supposedly, there's a lot of people experience the same thing because it's like a primal instinct, not an instinct, but it's like this primal thing in your brain. And there's been multiple reports of like a little gremlin (laughs) type of thing, like sitting on your chest, sitting on your chest, and it's making it hard for you to breathe. Uh, There's like an old, there's like an old woman type of Um, thing that you could see that I saw, and it's reported that. In everyone's life, it's going to happen at least once in your yeah, lifetime. Yeah, I've heard that. And, and that's why, honestly, I know it's bad for me. I sleep on my stomach. Yeah. 
I mean, I have seen that sleeping on your stomach does make it a little bit easier um, to not experience it because um, obviously if you're sleeping on your stomach, you're either face down in your pillow or um, not, you know, I'm not going to get too scientific in it because obviously I have absolutely no scientific data, but from the stuff that I've, I've read on and that, I mean, it's terrifying, man. It sounds awful. It's one of the worst experiences of my life. And but imagine it, having sleep paralysis in the Stanley Hotel. I hope that oh, is not yeah. my first time that that happens to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that'd be the worst, the worst but, um, first time. <laughs> this kind of all stemmed but, from the fact that um, I found some footage recently on my hard drive. Um, I went to Malvern Manor in Iowa um, back in October, and. Um, uh, with my school and I found a bunch of footage and I'm editing that all, um, together and that is coming together nicely. It's probably going to end up being about 25, 30 minutes long. Uh, but I'm I'm like, I just want to keep ghost hunting, man. It's cool. It's I, I, as, as like a history buff going into a location and hearing all these, uh, basically just campfire ghost stories being told about every room that you're going into i'd really like mm-hmm. to go on the tour and come up with come out of it with a ghost story of my uh of my own yeah i mean <laughs> for my first time going to a haunted place i feel like the stanley hotel is just diving right in the deep end and it's beautiful but, man rocky mountain yeah, national parks I mean, right next to it i'm originally from colorado i know you guys know that but for those of you at home um I spent the first 12 years of my life in Colorado and um, never really realized until um, until I started hanging out with Matt, started to get into some movies, but didn't realize that The Shining was in Colorado or that it was based in Colorado. So, um, yeah, I just feel like I'm diving right into the deep end, making a huge mistake, but, you know, we're just guys doing stuff and no regrets no regrets right bunch of guys doing stuff yeah Yeah. but um bigelow you want to talk about sports at all um i will piggyback by saying that i really do wish i could come along on the trip because something something that surprises people is when i tell them that you know i've grown up in nebraska for most of my life and what i feel to be the two most cliche not cliche but most common Nebraska kid vacations, which are, you know, going to Colorado to see the mountains or going up to Mount Rushmore. I have done neither of those. I have never stepped foot in the state of Colorado. and it, But you're coming for spring break. But I'm coming. Spring break. Spring break. <laughs> spring break. But, yeah, it should, uh, should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, on a sports note, I just returned from a rather exciting basketball game up in Omaha tonight. Uh, the UNO Mavs, they took down uh, South Dakota State on a buzzer beater by my acquaintance, brother of a good friend of mine, Mitch Hahn, at the buzzer. It was a really exciting game. Went up there with my dad. After they came back a little bit, right? Came back. They were down 16 at the start of the second half, came all the way back. Uh, South Dakota State, they have a 
guy from Kimball, Nebraska, out in the panhandle. His name is Mike Dom. He averages Hello. averages about 25 points a game, and he has bullied UNO for the past couple years. Uh, he's a really good player, probably going to end up in the top five all-time in college basketball scoring. He had 29 points. Another player for South Dakota State made 10 threes, wound up with 34. But the Mavs still found a way to pull it out at the end. Uh, This is a long month for me. I'm going to be – that was – I'm going to be in three different basketball arenas by the end of this month. I am – Venturing down to Wichita, Kansas at the end of the month to go watch the University of Connecticut play Wichita State. And then three days later, I am voyaging to Milwaukee, Wisconsin to watch Marquette take on Creighton. So I really can't get away from basketball. And uh, the All-Star game is this weekend. I know no one cares. Uh for which, NBA? Yep, the All-Star Games this weekend, which means dunk contest and three-point contest and whatever the AKA other... AKA the most useless uh, draws to any sport ever. I like It's the, the same thing every year. Hey, the dunk contest used to be fun, man. The dunk contest used to be fun. There's it no variety. Re- it, yeah, it's, all the, it's pretty much all the same. Oh, he just did a 360 dunk. <laughs> oh. From the free throw line. Oh, watch this, guys. I'm going to jump over something that no one has jumped over before. Hey, man. Hey, guys, hey man. Watch this. I'm going to bounce the ball <laughs> and then off I'm of the surface. Yeah. Hey, and then listen to the baseball guy talking about basketball. <laughs> I, liked when, hey, hey, I liked when Blake Griffin jumped over Ikea, okay? I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool. Jumping... Jumping over a, a family sedan that was that was lit. What do you mean? He said he jumped over the hood. Don't matter. Don't if matter. He's gonna jump over it an SUV. Matter. He's it not. I want to, did you see Kobe jump over a car? That video yeah. was fake, boy. I just because I need... it was fake doesn't mean it didn't affect me deeply yeah. emotionally. Yeah. So here's a better question: What's wrong with your Lakers, man? Uh, they're young. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, man. What are you talking um, about? They got LeBron. Why are they not winning every game? Well, LeBron <sighs> is the best player in the league, and you guys are still losing. How do you explain that, Matthew? Um, well, I will say we have had a lot of injuries, and we have not been at 100% in a long time. But it's mainly because we're inconsistent. And that's okay because we're young. I think most Lakers fans, except for the dumb ones, know that this is a warm-up year. And the real fun comes next year when we get a free agent. And um, uh, Lonzo being gone has really put a hit on us. I am a firm believer in Lonzo Ball, and I think he's probably the best player we've drafted in a long time. Uh, just because of his off-ball IQ and his defense it's 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 stuff that you can't teach and although he is not uh the scorer that everybody thought he was going to be he he is uh the leader of the floor when he's out there and i'm pretty sure i saw a stat it was like uh the lakers when lonzo was on the floor on defense were ranked like uh seventh or something and i'm pretty sure the lakers without lonzo have been like 31st 
Um, so that just goes to show his effect. But the entire team's young. Uh, they're inconsistent. They beat the Celtics, obviously, on a that buzzer was, beater. Uh, that was what was going on when we initially tried to record this episode last week was Lakers-Celtics. I, I am the resident Celtics fan on the podcast. Matthew is the resident Laker fan. And former Celtic Rajon Rondo ripped Chris my just heart does out. does not care about basketball. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. I do not care about basketball at all, but I'm still here. Um, Supporting. Yeah, supporting my two buddies with their newfound rivalry. Rivalry. It ain't new, boy. Rivalry. It ain't yeah, new, boy. Yeah, to be boy. fair, we we have given each other shit for a long time. Yeah. But it's actually saying, kind of it's kind of ironic that two of the main sports that me and Matt, me and Matt, we you know, we're we've been good friends for uh, for for a few a few uh, a few years. And, Sunday school, man. And two of two of our main sports that we are the most invested in, our teams are arch nemesises. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's uh, who again? Uh, that would be the Celtics and the Lakers in the NBA and Liverpool FC and Manchester United in the English Premier League. Speaking of, sport, uh, speaking yes. of sports Chris yes. doesn't care about, speaking of yes. sports Chris does not care about, talking soccer. Soccer. Is the, <laughs> soccer is the grass fairy sport. I mean, I just, I don't get it, man. It, I think um, it's the most, uh, I think it's I only mean, for smart people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would totally agree with that. Um, it's mean, not for people who have a short attention span like you. It is not for simpletons. Yeah. <laughs> but even though you may not get soccer, um, uh, Manchester United kind of kind of whiffed it on Tuesday. Yeah, Big that low, was, I don't know if you uh, saw that no, one. No, I did. That was unfortunate, uh, especially for them to come into Trafford and – Blank y'all without Neymar and without Cavani, that's not a great look. Well, see, uh, my hopes were up for a little bit. I was kind of thinking, you know, even though we lost 2-0 to zero in the first game, uh, they came into our fortress, even though it hasn't been a fortress for a little while, and beat us. We can go into theirs and beat them. But then I remembered that the referee decided to send off Paul Pogba um, and Anthony Martial and... Uh, Jesse Lingard are now both injured. So um, I don't know when they'll be back, but I am guessing we are not going through to the next round. But that's okay because I think we should focus on top four. So next week is actually a pretty big week. Not only not only are the Oscars coming up, but next week is also Liverpool and Man United at Trafford. Should be very interesting. Yeah, uh, Matthew Especially- and I... We actually, the three of us, we ventured up to Ann Arbor, Michigan over the summer to watch an international friendly. Uh, no, not an international friendly, a friendly in the International Champions Cup between Liverpool and Man United. So we are clearly dedicated soccer people, if you are doubting our determination. We were like 20 rows up, too. Oh, we had those, were, those seats were phenomenal. Uh, that, uh, that, that was a, a pretty cool experience, but. I'm really looking forward to Liverpool Man U Part 2. Uh, I did not realize that up until when we beat you guys, I think that was in December, that uh, Jurgen Klopp had never beaten United. The closest he'd come was was a draw. I had no idea that he hadn't won. 
Well, that's because for the last two years he had to face uh, Jose, the Wrath. Goatze? Old Goatze? Goatze? He has parked the bus for the past two years, but that is no longer. Uh, You will see a fully uh, attacking Manchester United headed by Ole, Ole, Ole. Hey, it's attacking the attacking. It actually could be a really high-scoring game. I think it actually will be a very good game. It'll be, it'll be... Strong attack versus strong attack. It should be should be very interesting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And Liverpool plays who in the Champions League? Bayern Munich. In, that should be in, such a good match in Munich. So that'll be good. Klopp leading his boys in his homeland of Deutschland uh, should be a very interesting time. That is on Wednesday, and then Manu is on the weekend. So. Uh, big week for my Reds, so I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, but excited. Um, if anyone is interested in seeing us in our natural habitat, um, up on my YouTube channel, uh, when we went up, up to Liverpool, Manchester United, uh, I shot a little a little video, and a little it's vlog. A, yeah, it's up little. on my YouTube channel. Just look up. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt Larson. I think it's just my name on there. But yeah, yeah if you want to see us in our natural habitat, go go check that out. Yeah, it meet a lot. Uh, we're just a bunch of just three dudes who are painfully average. Um, we are painfully average looking. In every way. Our humor is in painfully average. And, absolute uh, every way. I'd say I'd say our adventures are above average for the. But I would they, agree with that. They can occasionally. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, this is a painfully average trio, but we did have a great time up in Michigan. Uh, that is probably my second favorite state in the Union. Uh, beautiful, beautiful part of America up there. Speaking of Michigan, and this is way back to our Grammy talk, shout out to me and Matt's sons from Michigan, Greta Van Fleet, on their Grammy for ah, yes. Best Rock Album. Um, yeah, yeah, they've we been are, getting a lot of shit. They definitely and, uh, have. We talk, We tried. This is another thing we tried to talk about last week because they were nominated for two Grammys. They were nominated for Best New Artist and Best Rock Album. But, you know, f- uh, one. I thought they got nominated for four. Four? Yeah, they did get uh, nominated for four. a record, I'm pretty sure. What or do best I rock know? Song. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, we were talking about this and how they were getting quite a bit of hate. And I was just basically saying how when me and. Bigelow went to their concert. I think it was just a unique experience because rock nowadays in concert, rock is dead. I think we can all pretty much agree on that. Mm-hmm. Alternative and indie rock is going strong just because it's experimental, but rock is dead. Classic rock is dead. So I have a quick question. Did all that hate start out from when they played live on, I forget what night talk show host it was, but uh, it was Jimmy Fallon. I did see a bunch, a bunch of tweets about just how, you know, how weird it was. Um, and it was more so when their album came out, uh, Pitchfork wrote a review, a scathing review, and just basically picked them apart for being unoriginal and copying Led Zeppelin. And um, But I'm sure Pitchfork loves the spread of mumble rap. I'm pretty sure they think that yeah. that is... That is just cutting edge and original and deserves Pitchfork all the praise. Pitchfork is kind of a joke of an organization in general, but um, they came out with this review, and a lot of people were actually on Greta Van Fleet's side, but 
as we've gone further and further down the rabbit hole, Greta Van Fleet has gotten quite a bit more hate, and I think it's because a lot of people think they're unoriginal. Well, considering Robert Plant was in the studio with them to record, Robert Plant, obviously one of the, probably the main member of Led Zeppelin, uh, was in the studio recording with them, and it's definitely, uh, I've, I've read that he has a great relationship with the band, so obviously he doesn't care. Well, and I think, um, I mean, the only reason they sound like Led Zeppelin is because um, Josh, the singer, just happens to sound like him, and that's not really something that you can change about him. I mean, yeah. they do have a lot of the same guitar riffs, um, same kind of vibe, but it's more so that like his voice is just pretty similar to Robert Plant's. And even now that they came out with their full album, if you listen to that album, you can tell a difference between Greta Van Fleet and Led Zeppelin. It's pretty obvious. They're a knockoff Led Zeppelin, but in a good way. They don't sound the same, but they don't sound bad. And it's just kind of pissing me off a little bit that like it's good music it's unoriginal but it's good music and going to see that concert live was such a unique experience because that was the first rock concert i had ever been to we were also the youngest people there yeah (laughs) we were we were far and away the youngest people there and uh that that is something that's definitely stuck with me i don't know if they were expecting a zeppelin cover band or what but there was just a bunch of bunch of middle-aged people in biker gear and leather jackets (laughs) and that kind of made me sad because like like they they put on such a great show and josh i mean is a really talented singer he's a showman he's He's not just a good singer he's a good performer he belted out notes that lasted for like 30 seconds i mean it was insane how long this kid can go for and it was just sad that like our generation isn't flocking to something like that instead <laughs> instead of going to see you know panda by designer i don't know if that song is even still relevant but <laughs> mumble rap in general like yeah. just yeah. just mumble blue rap face. blue, blue face is a new 21 savage who yeah. it turns out we talked about this last week should we actually get into our yeah, let's let's uh, segue right into our uh millennial moods um Wait, We're hold still... on. We're, it's, it's either Millennial Moods or it's Generation Z. Geez, that's unfortunate. Those yeah, are the two working work. titles. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. They're working titles. Uh, I think I'm going to start it out. Um, we actually have some breaking news. Um, Cardi B and Bruno Mars just dropped their new single. Um, I have not heard this, but I already know that this shit is trash. Okay. Yeah. So this is going to go out and be the big yikes of the week for me. Um, you know, Cardi B is just, I, I don't know. It, she's funny. She seems like a good yeah, person. She, but She's yeah. a funny person, but, you know, her music is absolute garbage. It is, Cardi B makes music for those people that, you know, first floor, first side, Central High School eating hot Cheetos and uh, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah being kind I mean, of a nuisance. Yeah. And, you know, Cardi B obviously won uh, best rap album. And that's also going to be a yikes for me. Um, but yeah, 
Bruno Mars, I have no idea what you're doing. Well, their um, last song that they came out with was like a viral thing just because of the music video. And it was yeah. like an okay song, but how much love it got, it just like was yeah, so I, average. I just I just don't get it. Um, but that is my big yikes of the week. Um, Cardi and Bruno, uh, stop making music together, please. Um, <laughs> um, but over someone, to you, Matt. Some, yeah, someone who uh, might have to stop making music, at least in the United States, uh, my you hate to see it is going to be uh, 21 Savage and his yeah. <laughs> debacle that he's going through. Did you see that supposedly he got released on bond and isn't going to get deported? That was news that I saw today. Well, that's not why it's a you hate to see it for me. Uh, it's a you hate to see it because he claimed to be from Atlanta when it turns out he's from, he's a teen crumpets boy. Uh, he's from uh, the UK and his, he has been residing in the US with an expired visa for like 14 years. And just now he's some, he's for some reason getting under a lot of heat for it. But I mainly, the best part about this whole thing is the memes on Reddit oh, and the entire the internet. Memes. The, oh. the memes were fantastic. I said this last week, but my favorite one that I saw was a tweet about someone saying that um, when 21 Savage said, we going to pull up with them sticks, he was really talking about wands. And yeah. that just, <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny, but um, yeah. Reddit was just a blaze, and it was the funniest yeah. thing possible for me. Yeah. So that is my, uh, my, you hate to see it. Bigelow, do you have yours I ready? do. My big oof of the week goes out to America's greatest national treasure, Mr. Bill Walton. Uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill Walton, for those who don't know at home, is a former NBA basketball player. He played for the Portland Trailblazers and the Boston Celtics. Played oh, for I jo- forgot about this. Played, played for John Wooden at UCLA. And uh, he is now a commentator for ESPN. What some people may not know about Bill Walton is he was also an immense deadhead. Followed the Grateful Dead around the world. Followed them around the world for years doing who knows what kind of drugs. Uh, last week on a broad, I think it was earlier this week or late last week on a broadcast on ESPN, I believe Arizona state was playing Washington and it was a producer of the broadcast birthday. So they had cupcakes with candles on them and Bill Walton's play by play man, Dave Pash told him to, he dared him to take a bite out of the cupcake while the candle was still lit. Uh, instead Bill Walton ate the candle. While it while it was on fire, um, I yeah. I don't know what kind of drugs that man was on, yeah. but you got to be not That's in the right frame clip. of mind. Oh my god, I forgot about that. That's so funny. watching that live, <laughs> dude. Because we were it was yeah. on in our living room, that was... and I just straight yeah. up and I just straight up stood up. I'm like, Bill Walton just ate a goddamn candle on TV. <laughs> a lit candle. Like, Bill Walton ate a candle on television. <laughs> yeah. And, I cannot. I would have just watched if yeah. I saw that live. And that is. Watching that live was just absolutely <laughs> mind blowing. Because, you know, I was, stand, I was sitting right next to Bigelow, and I just turned to him, and we just immediately just started laughing our asses off. 
And I was like, you got to run that back. This man just ate a lit candle <laughs> yeah. with no hesitation whatsoever. You and have got to be on the strongest drugs to be able to do that shit. You would not be able to pay me enough money to shove a lit candle in my mouth and eat the candle and eat it with the cupcake. Like this and man digested this understand. man digested a candle. <laughs> candle wax. Candle wax. Yeah, okay. but um Bigelow, you also told me to remind you to uh, give a shout out uh, to someone you know that. Oh, um, actually, yeah, no. So uh, my second, this was more prevalent to if we put an episode out last week, but uh, the big yikes for me is our podcast. Uh, this was before all the tech issues, so that makes this even more ironic. But uh, my good pal Noah Literus told us that the big yikes of the week, week one, should have been our podcast. Um, so I could not, I could not agree more. So little did yeah. little did he know the uh, the roadblocks we'd have to get through just to get to episode two, but I told him that he would be acknowledged by me, and this is for you, Noah, you're a solid dude, and you, uh, yeah, Big Yikes of the Week so, is our so podcast. We can, yeah, we can agree the Big Yikes is still this podcast. Yeah, this but, podcast sucks. Okay. Yeah, pretty much, but we are pushing on 45 minutes, so before, yeah. Here, before, before we, we go... Before we leave, let me just, uh, quick shout out to Brendan Anderson, uh, Thank you for the listen. Uh, my boy Brendan is currently at Garden City um, playing baseball. Garden One of my City, close friends. home of the Bronx Busters. Garden City Busters Baseball. You are officially friends of the program. Yes. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to him. Uh, he's a real one. Uh, support Garden City uh, Baseball. Um, yeah. Thanks for the listen. But Back I was actually going to say, uh, before we go, we kind of are thinking about introducing a new segment on this podcast. Well, I here's one thing. I, don't th- I think we we have time for one thing, Matt. I want you – you talk to me about this a little bit. I want you to talk to the people about this. So you attended your first professional hockey game on Tuesday. But ah, yes. That, but that is a sideshow compared to the fact that you were introduced – to a new friend, and that friend is named Shake Shack. So, uh, oh, so yeah, the segment's going to have to wait for next week. So, so if you want to tell the people about hockey and Shake Shack, that would, uh, I would, I'm interested, and I think it would be intriguing. Well, I think this is a discussion both of you guys can get on, too. So, um, I went to the uh, Maple Leafs versus Colorado Avalanche game because uh, I have honestly never watched hockey before, I think. Uh, if I did, it was a long time ago, but it was a good time. Tickets were 15 bucks. could see what was going on. I didn't know what was going on, uh, but I am a Maple Leafs fan, and that is only because I bought a discounted uh, dad hat at a at a what where, where was that again? that was at the dugout hat store which is right across the street from td ameritrade park in omaha during the college world series this i think was two or three summers ago matt and i we bought two uh 
discounted hockey team hats, and we said they were going to be our teams. I bought a St. Louis Blues hat, Matt bought a Maple Leafs hat, and ever since then, Matt has become a Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, sadly, I cannot find that hat, and it's kind of pissing me off. I couldn't wear it to the game, but anyways, game was a lot of fun. Uh, it was nice to see the Leafs uh, live. Go Leafs! They actually just beat uh, Vegas six to three. I'm pretty Ooh. sure. Yeah, uh, Matthews had two goals, so I'll take that. Young um, prodigy, Austin Matthews. Yep, but uh, it was a good time. But before the game, we went to uh, Shake Shack. First time I've ever had Shake Shack, um, and. I'll be honest, at first I was a little underwhelmed. Um, when I went in, um, most burger places have some type of uh, staple that they have, whether it be a sauce or a way they pr- prepare or present the burger. And Shake Shack, I could tell right away, had a lot of meat on their burger. And I and I ate the whole thing, and I was just like, oh, that was a, that was a burger. But after more uh, more consideration, that burger was incredible. The meat uh, really was was great, and uh, the fries were good, and I would probably put it in my top five. So uh, my question to you guys is, uh, what do you guys think is the best fast food burger? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go with, um, I'm coming all the way from left field. Um, there's this burger joint in uh, <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. Um, it is called Bebop's. Um, I went for my buddies. I went and visited one of my buddies' first uh, 23rd birthday, and he is originally from Iowa, and he said, I got to try this place, and I got to tell you, it, it really was one of the best burgers that I've ever had. Uh, just a plain plain hamburger with pickle, uh, ketchup, and mustard. It was probably one of the best burgers that I have ever had, and that was probably the only good thing coming out of the state of Iowa. Um, uh, what do you got to say for fast food, though? Hey, now, don't insult Des Moines. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fast food? Ah, oh, man. Five Guys, Runza. What do you like? What do you? Um, what do you got? I think I'm probably gonna go with uh, Runza, the Swiss burger. Um, the Swiss burger is uh, it has Swiss cheese and mushrooms. Um, it is a um, delicacy here in Nebraska. Mushrooms on a is. burger, man. That's good stuff. Oh, yeah. It is. It's really good fast food, um, Runza is. And, yeah, I would say Runza is probably uh, my favorite fast food burger place. Biggs? Uh, All right. Know, Biggs? So my top, uh, these guys know what's coming. The, the audience might not. Uh, I gotta go with good old Whataburger. Uh, Whataburger is a lo- is a chain that it can only be found in the South, in states such as Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas, and there's even some in Arizona. Uh, Whataburger, you just gotta all you gotta do to get me get me right: a little double cheeseburger and fries, some spicy ketchup, and maybe a milkshake. There's just something about Whataburger. It gets me going. It is one of the few things that I truly love in life. Uh, it's I have def- not tried it. Um, yeah, it's I've never had it's it. It's definitely uh, it's it's an experience. And I the thing that how, here's how you know I think it's good. It is one of the few places on earth where I've gone to eat with someone and they haven't complained about me eating slow. 
Wow, that is impressive. Yeah. You are the slowest that, eater I have and, ever had. And I, I was told, <laughs> I was told when I spent a week in Austin a couple summers ago that that eating in Texas is the only place where I eat at a reasonable speed. So Damn. if you guys want to eat with me and eat quickly, uh, let's go to Texas. But um, yeah, but sticking with the trend of uh, experiences and location centered uh, burger places, my fast food top pick is going to be in and out and i know that's a very basic thing to say very uh, very basic thing to say bro i, I mean i cannot believe you said that the way it's presented the way it's wrapped you don't get messy at all and everything is just so perfectly balanced uh the fries are definitely a different discussion hot garbage yeah uh what do you guys think for fries? What's the best fries you can think I of? I just think it's Because I would say Shake Shack. Uh, Shake Shack fries might have been my I don't favorite. Know, man. I five, don't know, man. It's tough, to, it's tough to beat Five Guys fries, fries man. It's tough five, to compete yeah. with Five Guys fries. Five Guy fries are probably the best. Um, See, but but you, like, you, you cannot go wrong with a medium McDonald's fry because those, those are the baseline for French fries. For like five minutes, though. And yeah. then when they're okay. cold... Okay, but you know they're always going to have a special place in your heart. You got it. You got to admit. Along always, for me with the egg and sausage McMuffin. Oh, don't even get <laughs> him started, Matt, guys. Matt, Matt is Matt. What is, what's got Matt going the most is that I think it was just announced today that In and Out Burger is planning on uh, expanding to Colorado. So they should hopefully Hell to the yes. So they should hopefully be out in Colorado within the next uh, within the next year. I have had In-N-Out before down in Texas. We'll save that discussion for another time. Now that you guys know that we watch sports, we don't like mumble rap, and that we all could easily contract diabetes, um, <laughs> I think uh, I think this is going to be where we conclude. Uh, we overcame a lot just to get here. Um, internet. Started from uh, the bottom. Now we're yeah. Internet, we are- sound. Uh, God, yeah. uh, life in general, but uh, here we are. Uh, we know that. Uh, thank you for returning. Thank you for returning. Yes. Uh, we got. I think we we got up to we got up to ninety plays. Ninety in two weeks. plays on in two weeks on yeah, that's not on bad episode one. We appreciate the support from family, friends, and people who just happened to click on this. We are on Apple and Spotify now. Uh, we appreciate. We would appreciate subscribes or whatever you feel like saying. Tell us we suck. Tell us we're great. Whatever you feel like. Just at know. the end of the day, we just love having someone come inside of us. Yeah, yep. exactly. We <laughs> love it. It is what gets us yes. going. Uh, yes, we are. We're very grateful to all you guys. Uh, we hope you maybe learned something. We hope you maybe got a chuckle out of it. Uh, but. We hope you guys have a great weekend. We will see you guys next week with possibly a two-episode week. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving! The show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball!